Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And it was Mr. Green with the knife in the kitchen. Ooh. And if you didn't want to know that mystery, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. That's exactly right, because what we do on this show is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible, all before the movie comes out. And this week, Maddie D's spoiler there at the top was very apt because we're looking at the sequel to a movie that we've covered in the past, the sequel to Knives Out, Glass Onion. Now, if you haven't heard our Knives Out episodes, I'd recommend going back and listening to those first because this is very much going to be a follow-up conversation from those previous two episodes we did. And I believe, uh, I don't want to speak for Maddie D, you can agree or disagree, but I think we also said that Knives Out was one of our favourite movies of 2019. Yeah, I agree with that. It was a really standout movie. And I think we both did a pretty good job predicting Knives Out as well from memory. We both basically called who the killer was in a way. We didn't quite we get all did. the we didn't quite get all the motivations correct, but I think we're on the right track. So I'm really hoping that we can take that uh, that ability and that energy that we had in that original Knives Out episode and can bring it to the sequel and call it uh, way closer than we did that original time. Let's go two for two for this one. Yeah. Um, so we are, as we mentioned last week, we're teaming up to do this plot together. So we did our Knives Out plots separately in that original episode, but we thought it'd be interesting since we have basically no information on purpose, mind you, because this is a whodunit, because we have no information and probably no clear idea of what's going to happen. We thought it would be best if we put our heads together for this one and come up with the plot together. So let's get into talking about Glass Onion. There's no need to delay any longer. So of course, returning as writer-director is Ryan Johnson. Did you know there's a whole bunch of people out there who flat out refuse to watch Knives Out, even though it has nothing to do with Star Wars whatsoever, just because of Episode Eight, Because yeah. of Ryan Johnson's involvement in Episode Eight. I can't remember if this was a conversation we had on air or off air, but I remember hearing I think that, it was on air. Which, which is very strange. Well, we didn't know in the lead up to the movie coming out that people would boycott it, but mm. uh, since the movie has come out and has this acclaim around it, there's still people to this day who just like, I've heard it's a good movie, but I'm not going to watch it because I boycott really? everything that Ryan Johnson really? does. Really? That's terrible. Because, yeah. I mean, people talk about how good this movie is, so... Yeah, how good Knives Out was, yeah. you mean? Yeah, that's right. Glass Onion, well, believe it or not, Glass Onion has already been released. It was released at the Toronto International Film Festival on the 10th of September. Mind you, neither of us have cheated. Nope. I don't think there's any way of looking up the plot for this online. I mean, we can get a few details here and there that aren't in the trailer, but... The plot hasn't leaked. Everyone who went to that film festival has signed a a non-disclosure agreement and the press aren't allowed to speak about the movie at all or leak the plot at all. As far as I know, nothing has leaked. So there's no way we could have possibly cheated. But just full disclaimer, this movie has been, it has had its premiere already. So people have seen it. Also, that's not what we're about here, right? Like, no, we, we do things properly. Even if we could cheat, we wouldn't. Yeah. Because that takes away a whole fun element of the show of, uh, you know, you just wouldn't be as exciting if we cheated. That's the thing. Maddie D's learned from experience. <laughs> back all the way back with uh, Detective no Pikachu. Pikachu. And I think I should point out straight away as well, after the success of the first movie, Knives Out, Netflix bought the rights to two sequels. So this is going to be the first of two sequels that we see. Both of them bought and paid for by Netflix. So as we know, the way that Netflix works, they pay for something up front and then hope that people tune in to watch <laughs> it on their platform. But I think because that last movie was such a big success and it was received really well by critics and audiences, how can they lose with this one? Absolutely. And it's such a star-studded cast as well. That's, That's right. going to be very attractive. With cameos to boot. Oh. Some people alive, some people dead. So another thing that I thought was interesting as well that I thought we should talk about briefly is that Ryan Johnson has actually confirmed that the character of Benoit Blanc is gay. Daniel Craig's character oh, is gay. did not hear that. Didn't hear that at all? 
No. I think he said it on Twitter. I think someone asked him at like a panel talking about the movie. Someone asked if Benoit Blanc was gay and he said, yes, absolutely. And Someone gonna- asked that? Yeah. He said, absolutely. And he says, you're going you're gonna to have confirmation of that when you watch the movie. Oh, okay. So, I'm thinking hot and heavy R-rated gay <laughs> Dave sexy. Batista, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe, even yeah. though he has a girlfriend in the movie. The, the character doesn't seem to like be very sexual at all, so I thought they were going to no. stay away from that. And, like, no ram. He's ram- almost like Sherlock-esque. Yeah, exactly like Sherlock-esque. He's more interested in the case. And we don't, or like Columbo, where you never really know what Columbo's private life is. Yeah, that's right. I don't think it's going to really impact the plot at all, to be honest. Unless he's having trouble at home, you know what I mean? Like yeah. He's like, I got to get out of the house. My boyfriend's really getting on my nerves. <laughs> They have a scene like in Eternals where they go to his house and it's his partner. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Probably done a little bit better than that, but you know, whatever. (laughs) No, Eternals did it fine. What am I saying? So, what do we know about this new movie, Glass Onion, so far? So, so far, there is only one trailer for this movie. That's right. And there was a scene released as well. There is a scene released and we've both watched that scene. It it shows a little bit of the opening of the- Of the movie, that's right. Of the movie, but essentially- Presumably so. Essentially, the trailer- I found found the scene release way more helpful than the trailer. The trailer is pretty much- Gives us uh, gives us the brief concept of what this movie is going to be. That it's going to be a, a group of friends that are friends with this tech billionaire. This uh, that's right. This guy who's shipping everybody so off. It's Brock from the Brock Corporation. Yeah, to for for like this murder mystery party, and and it turns out he dies, and we just see a lot well, of like you, that's a big presumption on your okay, part. Okay, that is a presumption. Okay, all we really know is they he ships off his friends. We see a lot of puzzles, and we know Benoit Blanc gets involved, and we know nothing, absolutely nothing. It's just a that's lot of right. character interactions, and we see a lot of characters here and they all seem sort of quirky and eccentric in their own kind of way. But the trailer is not giving anything. Way right. less than the original, like when the, the first movie's trailer. Like it's giving yeah, nothing. Yeah, because we could get basically the bare bones of the plot in, from that original yeah. Knives Out trailer, but this new Glass Onion trailer gives us almost nothing. We don't even know who the murder victim is. Manny no. D's already made a huge presumption in saying that it's the tech billionaire, but I definitely don't agree with that at all. Okay, we're going to have fights in this episode. Though, oh, maybe. absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get into what the official synopsis says. So this is actually, if you look up Glass Onion on Netflix right now, it gives you this little synopsis here. Let's see if it helps us at all. It says, in Ryan Johnson's Knives Out follow-up, Detective Benoit Blanc travels to Greece to peel back the layers of a mystery involving a new cast of suspects. Wow, so helpful. Thanks, Netflix. Are we going to have, instead of a donut monologue, an onion monologue? Probably not. Is he going to say ogres are like He didn't have like a knife monologue in the previous movie. (laughs) He did say you like to take the knife and twist it into each other's backs, but you know... It's not the oh, same as the donut hole thing. Everyone's really looking forward to hearing what Daniel Craig's new uh, elaborate metaphor is going to be in this movie. I think we could try and call it too. Yes, let's do it. We'll get into that when It'll we talk be a about bagel. the bagel. Now, I don't want to. Usually, when we team up for these episodes, we get into what we think the character's impact is on the plot. But because we don't want to make, you know, we don't want to make our intentions clear straight away with the mystery. I think we should just talk about the characters and then uh, get into how they think they're going to impact the plot a little later on. Okay. And there's a fair few people to talk about as well. Because anyway. I was going to suggest, did you want to try to guess who the killer was going to be and work backwards? Or do you want to just... Yeah, I think we should work that stuff out through. afterwards when we okay. get to talking about the plot. Sure. Just We should just approach this slightly differently to how we usually do it. Also, we have to have a victim as well because we of don't course. actually know. Yes. So, all right. Returning as the character of Detective Benoit Blanc is Daniel Craig. We've mentioned him already. Of course, we've talked about him before in the past with Knives Out, of course, and No Time to Die, the James Bond movie. Next up, playing the character of the tech billionaire Miles Braun is Edward Norton, who we've never talked about before on this show. No. Of course, he's probably best known for being in Fight Club, American History X, and Red Dragon, among other things, Birdman. Yes. 
This is a he very was the Hulk in one of those Incredible was. Hulk movies. He was, he was. This is a very special episode for Kieran because it features some of his most favorite actors, including yeah. Edward Norton. So I have like a very much uh, like a, a sour spot for Edward Norton. I don't know what it is about him, but I never really like him in movies. Like I never see him as a likable character. Sure, he can do a great performance, but I always see there's something like slimy about him. Sort right. of the same way I felt about Kevin Spacey. Back when he was in movies. Well, you called that, so I don't know what yeah. that means. And of course, Ethan Hawke is going to be in this movie playing Miles' assistant. He's not in any of the trailers, so my guess is, unless he's the murder victim, which, you know, I'm skeptical about, uh, I don't think he's going to have a big role. I think it's just very much going to be a cameo. Ethan Hawke is another one of those actors <laughs> who I have the exact same opinion of. They've done nothing wrong. They've done nothing wrong to me personally. I don't think they're bad actors. It's just when I see them on screen, I'm like, ugh, icky, slimy, unlikable character. Yeah. Even if they're playing like a romantic lead. I don't know what it is about them. It's just like one of those irrational first impression things. You probably watched them do a performance where they were like an unlikable character. Like American History X. Yes, yes. I couldn't, maybe before Sunrise for Ethan Hawke. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. Because the first Ethan Hawke movie I watched was Dead Poet Society. And he was a likable character in that. He was quite young as well. So I was like, ah, little old Ethan Hawke. And you always hated Ethan Hawke. I was like, why? Just irrationally so. Let's move on. So playing the character of Cassandra Andy Brand is Janelle Monae. Welcome back. She's playing a tech entrepreneur and Miles' ex-business partner. Ooh. Ooh. They're not... Uh, I don't think they're ever in a relationship, but it sounds like someone has been jilted out of some sort of business arrangement yeah. or money here, which could be some sort of motive in the future. Now, of course, we know Janelle Monet because she was the main character in Antebellum. Yes, yes. Welcome now, back indeed. Now, there are a lot of great actors in Antebellum, despite the movie. And yes. Everybody who knows the show... I think show, all the acting in the movie was fine. Yeah, knows it's how... Just the script was terrible. Yeah, everyone, everyone who follows the show knows our feelings about that movie and possibly it is the worst movie we've covered. But yes. the acting is really good and she was incredible. That's right. So I'm looking forward to seeing her in a decent movie for a change. <laughs> yeah, she deserves it. Yes. So next up, playing the character of Claire DeBella, who is the governor of Connecticut, now running for Senate, is Catherine Hahn, who most people will know as The Neighbour. The other witch character from WandaVision. What was her name? Agnes? I think it was Agnes. Yeah. I don't know too much about Catherine Hahn beyond that. I think she does a few comedy movie roles. So next up, playing the character of Lionel Toussaint, who is a scientist who works for Miles, is Leslie Odom Jr., who is probably best known for being in the original stage production of Hamilton. That's the only thing I recognized (laughs) in his credits. Next up, playing the character of Birdie J, who is a former supermodel turned fashion designer, is Kate Hudson. Now, Kate Hudson is probably most famous for being in a whole bunch of rom-coms. Yeah. I've never seen any of them. I was looking at her credits today. I was like, I haven't seen a single thing she's in. Never yeah. seen a movie with her in it. Was she in uh, Bride Wars, Bridesmaids yes. Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in Bride Wars, and I think she was in Bridezilla as well. <laughs> Just did a lot of wedding movies. Yeah, rom-coms. They're only about like three or four subjects. You know, how many times can you see a movie where like a woman ends up marrying the wrong guy and the right guy comes along and he has to run in the wedding and interrupt it? Man, in the 2000s, every movie was that. Um, And I'm sure Kate Hudson was in all of them. Yeah, she was in a lot. Now, I haven't seen her in a while, so it's kind of good, a fresh thing to see her back. Yeah, she looks like she's going to be playing an interesting character in this movie. Now, someone who we have seen recently playing the character of uh, Peg, who is Birdie's assistant. Interesting that it's Birdie and Peg, you know, the bird sits on the peg. Yeah, I didn't pick that. It's not quite how it works, but whatever. Is Jessica Hendwick, who, of course, we talked about recently. She was Amy in Love and Monsters, as well as, oh, Bug? Yeah, it was Bug in The Matrix Resurrections. Right. The blue-haired one who introduces Neo to The Matrix with the rabbit tattoo. 
playing the character of Duke Cody, who is a Twitch star. I know on Wikipedia it says he's a YouTube star, but I know for a fact that he's in fact a Twitch star. So he is a Twitch star. And a men's rights activist is Dave Batista, who of course we talked about already. He was in Army of the Dead and uh, some of the Avengers movies that we covered. He's Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in James Bond. He's in a lot of things. He's in Blade Runner. He's He's in every second movie. And this certainly isn't going to be the last time that we talk about Dave Batista this year. Got another doozy of a movie coming up starring him. Oh, good. And next up playing his girlfriend, Whiskey, and his Twitch channel assistant is Madeline Klein, who I've never heard of before, but she's apparently the main character in the TV show Out of Banks. I have some theories with this character. Oh, really? Yep. Interesting. I can't wait to hear it. In fact, let's hear it right now. This is something I thought was going to be really important for this episode, and if we're going to work together in a way that's compatible. Yep. Maddie D, just give us your overall thoughts on what you think the plot is going to be. Spoil everything that's on the back of your mind okay. in, a, in a, the briefest way possible, basically a paragraph. Just give us your theories that you have, and then I can give you the theories that I have. I can give you the facts that I know that you may not know, and then we can work together. Uh, okay. All right. So, I have I have a few theories that I'm floating as, right. far, as far as who the killer's going to be. I think- uh, Peg is the most obvious one because she's the least suspicious in the trailer. She seems like she's like scared. She's running away. She's the most obvious candidate to mm-hmm. be the murderer. Yeah, saying. yeah. So I, I kind of think if I, if I'm writing a, and you think it's Miles that's being murdered. Is I that think correct? it's Miles that's being murdered. Okay, even and though I know there's no evidence of that. The last, the last movie, the previous Knives Out movie. It's just called Knives Out. This is Glass Onion. I know, I know. Well, the previous <laughs> movie, but. We guessed Anadia Mas because she was the least obvious one, and we were right. So I'm leaning That's towards right. it being Peggy because in the trailer she looks like she's the the innocent one. She's fumbling over things. It's like, oh, it's her. So I kind of think it might be her. The other thing I think of is it could be Ethan Hawke, and they could go with the whole butler did it because he's the assistant. And that, right. and that even though se- we're not seeing him in the trailer, even though we're not seeing him in the trailer, but that could be done deliberately. But it could be like he's in plain sight. Everyone knows the butler always does it, but then they do it just to kind of swerve them. Or it is someone pretending to be dumb, in which I would think Dave Batista or Birdie or even mm. Whisker is so Duke or Birdie is kind of playing whiskey, this like not Whisker, whi- not a kitty cat, <laughs> whiskey. Uh, but they're kind of like you know they're they're pretending to be dumb and over the top, but it turns out they're way more sinister. So those yeah. are my three kind of things, and I think Cassandra will be played off as the major suspect, but it'll be it, you mean Andy? Yes, yes, Andy Janelle right. Monae's character. Yes, that's right, that's right. I think she is the most obvious one as far as being a killer is concerned, to be honest. But I think she's going to be our Anna Diamas character. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So she's going to be our our lead. Because Benoit Blanc is not going to be the lead. So we're going to have to have a character that we focus on as our lead. I'm 100% sure it's going to be Janelle Monet. Well, she's Andy. the one in the trailer. She's sort of like hiding and, and doing all sorts of stuff like that. So I, I do agree yeah. with you. But I kind of thought that she'd be sort of put as somebody who was the, the most suspicious out of that's everybody. That's right. So that's exactly that's, the same as Anna Diamas exactly, in the previous movie. Exactly. Exactly. So... I was kind of so go- that's one thing we agree on. Yes. So I was kind of going to see what you thought, but I kind of look when I was thinking about this movie, I was like, well, what did the last movie do? Because it's going to do something similar, but it's going to do something different. And the previous movie was like an Agatha, Agatha Christie style, like that's right, switch up, and then it was like a, a thriller. So I thought that maybe, and this is like a real branch off. I thought they were going to kind of do like a Columbo style movie where it would start with we see the murder, but right. I know for a fact that's not true. But okay, keep going. Well, this that, is your this theory. Is, I'm just spitballing. We see the murder. And then we go into the investigation just because that already makes it different to the first movie. But the murder we see, we don't see it as it really happens. So the twist is going to be that the murderer is somebody different. I think it's going to, based on the scene that we watched, it's going to be all these guys uh, that the tech billionaire, um, whose name is uh, Bron. Miles. Miles, Miles. Uh, He's invited everyone to this getaway. Everyone goes on the boat. 
he set it up to be a murder mystery. And so everyone mm-hmm. has to solve these puzzles. And maybe he's going to do on this Willy Wonka thing where he's going to give them something. But, you know, it's, yep. it's, for, it's for the sport. And then he winds up dead. Blanc gets called in. And obviously more nefarious things are taking place. And, and, then, they have to, and then they spend the whole time just kind of solving it. How, right. how the rest of the movie is going to pad out, I don't know. But that's, that's kind of what I think is going to happen. And I thought okay. that Peg was going to be the murderer or, or any of those other two. That, that's what I think. Okay. Some good theories there. I'm excited to throw some spanners in there as sure. well. But this is only going to help us definitively come up with an actual plot. Yeah. Not to say that there's anything wrong with what you said. What you said could be 100% on the money, even though I know it's not. <laughs> you now, know that. Before we get into it as well, what is the Glass Onion referring to? Uh, it's a Beatles song, right? That's and right. It's a, it, it was a quote by, was it John Lennon who said it? Or was it, um, I can't remember which Beatles said it, but it was Peeling the Glass Onion was a yep. reference to, uh, I can't remember what it was a reference to. It was some metaphor. So, they're saying, it's it's talking about taking too much meaning from something that doesn't have a lot of meaning. Right. So, a glass onion is something that's clear. It has layers, but it's clear. You can see through it. And even though you peel back the layers of the glass onion, you're not going to get anything from it because it's you can still see straight through it. Well, so, it's talking about reading too much into something <laughs> and coming up with all these crazy theories that don't amount to, you know, something of substance is what the song is about. Right. And did you miss the fact that there is a physical glass onion yes, in the movie? Yes, I, I saw that because when they do the when they solve the puzzle the glass onion appears. So we actually see it. That's right. That's right. But Miles's house, the largest centerpiece of the house is so it sort of looks like a greenhouse or sort of like a a glass structure that is the centerpiece of his mansion. There's a giant dome that is uh, like a shaped like an onion uh-huh. that they call the glass onion. Okay. It's in the trailer quite clearly. Yeah, I remember seeing So, it there's the trailer, a physical so. glass onion. There's a smaller glass onion, which indicates the mansion, which is how they get their invitation to go to the, the murder mystery party. And, of course, there's the metaphor of the glass onion as well. So, if we go with the metaphor, they're going to try to make it seem more confusing and very much like Chinatown-esque when the, when the answer is going to be very simple. That's it. Right. That's it. So, they're going to think that there's a massive conspiracy. They're going to have all these theories. So, Benoit Blanc will possibly come up with all these crazy theories. When the actual answer is very simple. Yes. That is my takeaway from the That title. is a good theory because I'm seeing a lot of people that are like business partners and things like that. And I've, and I've yeah. heard that uh, Miles is referred to as a tech disruptor. That's what they describe him as. So, mm. obviously, he's somebody who's messing around with a lot of people. He has a lot of enemies. So, maybe we're led to believe that he's doing nefarious business stuff. That he's- Again, we haven't agreed that he's the victim here. Uh, so, okay. you, you're just talking nonsense now. <laughs> All right. But like, I, I guess my, my point- but this could play into his character. So, it's still valuable. My point is, yeah, maybe like- Maybe he's not the one that's dead, but maybe we think it's related to business or tech-related stuff, but it's really like a family issue, like something small. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I get your point. I very much get your point. Now, some information that I have about this movie is that the two focus characters are Miles and Andy. Okay. So, Edward Norton and Janelle Monae. So, they're the ones that have the most screen time, which means that, you know, while either of them could be a murderer. I don't think either of them can possibly be the murder victim. Okay. I'm just presuming from the previous movie that Benoit Blanc will have a similar role to how he did in the previous movie. Agreed. He wasn't the one there leading the plot. We had the other characters doing that, or at least specifically Anna Diamas doing that. We've already discussed that we think that Andy is going to be doing that in this movie. I'm pretty sure, similar to Anna Diamas, uh, what was her character? It was Marta, wasn't it? Yeah. Similar to Marta's character in Knives Out, I think because she is the most likely suspect for the murder, presume whoever the, the murder victim may be, she's going to be the one who has to essentially prove herself as innocent. 
And then they could even throw in the twist at the end that, you know, she did it the whole time and this was the perfect cover. But then we thought that about Marta in Knives Out as well. And it didn't quite work for us. Again, quite. They're giving it to us in the title glass, Anya. Don't look too much into it. We're going to work out something that's simple. Something else I know for a fact, COVID plays a part in this movie. Maybe the victim gets COVID and dies. Well, well, they do say in the trailer, like, this whole trip is to introduce some normality back into their that's world. Right. Right? So, it takes place in 2020. Okay. So, presumably, lockdown has just started basically worldwide. People can't travel. And then through this circumstance, through just being rich, I suppose, these guys <laughs> yeah. get to pretend like they live a normal life once again, even though the world is in turmoil because of the coronavirus. I don't think it's going to have a massive impact on the plot. It's just going to be the backdrop, essentially. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's uh, going to be the reason why he's doing all Maybe this. they're going into lockdown on the island. Maybe. And this whole murder mystery thing is like a fun way to start. Like, we're let's all going to lock down. Time. Yeah, let's they, kill some time. And some people. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they, they don't want to make sourdough bread. They don't want to, you know, learn how to make cocktails during their lockdown. They yeah. decide they're going to do a murder mystery. That's right. So... Let's talk about the guests as well. So, even though there are people in the that opening scene that we discussed, so they, I think we should just explain for anyone who hasn't seen that opening scene or what we presume to be the opening scene, all of our five guests get five puzzle boxes, which it makes it look like they're all opening them at the same time. That's just my presumption. That's my presumption too, because they're on a call together and they have to do yeah, the that's right. at the same time for it to work. That's right. They've all got each other on a like a conference call. And they're all opening their boxes, which gives, uh, which reveals, like, as you said, a glass onion, I believe, which gives them an invitation to Miles's private island in the Greek Isles to come along to a murder mystery in which he is playing the murdered victim. Mm-hmm. And this puzzle box that they have is very elaborate. It's got a whole bunch of switches and numbers, and you have to understand like chemical elements and history in order to open the box. And I think they work together to open this box. And I think it fits all their particular skills and all their like areas because there was one person... Everybody brings element. something to yeah. the box, it seems like. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to work together. From what I understand, this murder mystery party that they're going to, they're going to have to work uh, against each other to work out who the murderer is in order to win like a huge prize. That's what I understand about it. And so that is going to be... Uh, the start of the movie is them actually trying to work out this mystery before we're given the actual mystery. Yeah. And it might be like Miles's fortune or a piece of his company or something like that. Yeah. I suppose is what is he giving Andy a chance to win back the piece of <laughs> company she lost? Maybe. I mean, he says he knows them all. He says they're his friends. Yeah, that's right. So maybe that's so it. So there's five friends. However, there's seven guests in total. Mm. So we're including Bertie's assistant, Peg, and we're including Duke's girlfriend, Whiskey, as well. So they're basically taggers on... But the five friends are basically our focus. Yeah. Interestingly enough, this is something I know for a fact. Benoit Blanc is invited to the the game. Ah. However, Miles did not invite him. Right. Well, we're given the impression that Miles didn't invite him to the party. And the other guests are like, sure, you didn't invite him. So there is a reason that Benoit Blanc has been invited. Miles didn't necessarily invite him, but he has been invited regardless. And Benoit Blanc goes to presumably out of boredom because he's in lockdown and there's COVID. He can't <laughs> he's go got out no and do cases, cases to do. I'm presuming he's bored and he wants something to do. So he goes along to this party. He's like, maybe it'll be a, a bit of a laugh. And then, of course, a real murder mystery crops up and he has to jump into action. Maybe the killer invites uh, Blanc. To Absolutely. The party. Absolutely. If the killer is framing somebody... And yes. if they, they feel like their their frame is airtight, they're like, well, Benoit Blanc, he solved this big mystery last time. If I set it up, make it look like it's a similar MO, there's something I didn't even think about before just now. If I make it look like a similar MO, then Benoit Blanc will be like, I've seen this before, and then <laughs> arrest them. Did you know, I, I saw that um, 
apparently Benoit Blanc was going to have a different accent for this movie, that they were going to give him yeah, a different accent. Yeah, because Daniel accent. Craig didn't know how to do the, yeah. the Kentucky accent well, again. They were, they were going to do each movie he does a different accent to kind of play off the fact that he's just a massive liar, but they were like, nah, we need more famili- familiarity, yeah. so we'll bring him back to the southern accent. That's right. Which I thought was like an interesting takeaway there. Also, I just I just want to say, because it might give us points in future, that I think Dave Bautista is going to play like an Andrew Tate-esque, maybe like Alex Jones-esque kind of character. He's going to be From like- what I understand about the character, he originally used to play games on Twitch, but then when he became more famous, he started becoming more political. Yeah. And then he just has all of these like right-wing political yeah. ideas that he spouts on stream when he's playing video games. So, he's, he's going to be like the, you know, the tradition, like that, that like... Uh, a sexist, misogynistic kind of like yeah. character, but then he flaunts his wealth all over the place. Yeah, like what's that Twitch streamer's name? Doctor. There's so many of them. Doctor uh, Devastation. Doctor Dementor. I can't remember. That. I kind of think he Andrew wears Tate like sunglasses to- and he has a mustache. Right. I'm not too sure. I don't remember because I don't- we don't watch those type of things. Yeah, you know? we don't. <laughs> Something else I know for a fact as well: the movie is two hours and twenty minutes long. Mm-hmm. So good luck watching that in the future. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to the movie. So. It'll be fun. We'll like it. If it's anything like the first movie, we'll like the it. The murder takes place one hour into the movie. Wow. Okay. So, okay. This is help us. This is helping us out because the yes. first, first half will be the murder mystery. That's right. Yeah. So there won't be the actual murder at the start of the movie. That gives us time to explore all of our characters and work out how despicable they are, if they are despicable or if they're likable. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like Knives Out, then they're going to be rich, conceited assholes. Yes who, while they appear like they're nice and normal on the surface, they have all these flaws that become obvious when we spend more time with them. And they cheated people and they've cut corners and they've done all these sort of things. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So the the first half of the movie is the killing of all the... All the or solving the murder of that's Miles right. because so Miles is the fake death that's body right. and then it gets revealed halfway through. Someone so it's all going to wind up in a dinner. We know this from the trailer. It's going to wind up in a dinner where the real murder is going to be revealed suddenly. But essentially, I think it's going to be set up where someone's worked out the murder mystery, as in the fake murder mystery. They're going to have a celebratory dinner. Maybe things are going to wrap up. They're going to go back home uh, after spending, I'm presuming it's it's a day, maybe a couple of yeah, days. Probably be like two days. Maybe the murder mystery happens on That's one right. day, dinner happens And they're all going to be super competitive against each other yeah. as well. Yeah. Because they really want this prize. Uh, do you think the winner will be dead? Could be. That's a cool Could idea. Could be that the, the winner does turn up dead. Who who That's has more theory. incentive? Because if he if the winner wins this like prize. Now I know Matty D from watching the trailer and analyzing frame by frame. I know who isn't the murder victim. Who? The murder victim is not Miles. The murder victim is not Birdie. The murder victim is not Peg. The murder victim is not Claire. The murder victim is not Lionel, and the murder victim is not Whiskey. Now that only leaves us with one or two people left who the murder victim could possibly be. Now, the only reason I say all of these people aren't the murder victim is because they are later questioned by Benoit Blanc when the murdered suspect turns up. Did you mention Duke in that? I did not. Okay. He does not appear once the murder has happened. Uh-huh. So, there's every chance that Duke could be the murder victim. The only other option is Ethan Hawke, though I'm less likely to believe that because he could just be a celebrity cameo. Yes. And we don't see him in the trailer at all, meaning it would be very cheap to set up the murder victim to be someone we haven't been introduced to before the movie comes out. Also, they do say in the promotion material mm-hmm. that one of our seven characters is the murder victim. Right. 
That only leaves Duke. That only leaves Duke, which is a surprise. I didn't think he would be the one that dies because, you know, you'd. I, I thought you would have Dave Bautista in the movie being a suspect and whatnot. Well, but, he's in it for an hour. But, yeah, yeah true. But he, he can play off a very unlikable he's character. He's the most unlikable one, yeah. presumably, so, just looking from the trailer. Who so. shot JR rules? Everyone's a suspect because exactly. we all hate this guy. Exactly. Okay, cool. And then you've got the assistant. My other theory, can, my other theory yeah. that it has to be Duke is... His girlfriend, Whiskey, she's the one who looks the most upset once the, the murder has been revealed. Makes sense, makes sense. She's I- got her, she looks She's like she's been crying, her makeup is running. Everyone else just looks shocked. Yeah, makes sense. I, I agree with you, 100%. It's going to be Duke. Um, and I think we're going to find out, I think, you know, it goes without saying, though, uh, that, you know, Whiskey, it will be revealed that she is, uh, she doesn't like Duke the entire time, makes her a suspect. Like, the relationship was yeah. great. You know? She's a toxic person as absolutely, well, in a way. Absolutely, she used Which him for makes his her- clout, or he was, you know, bad to her, or something. But she yeah. didn't like him. Yeah, well, he's a men's rights activist, so right. what sort of person would she have to be to True. date him in the first place? Or, or maybe she gets profit off his death, something like that. So she's a suspect as well. Yeah, absolutely. So. Presuming that Duke is the victim, which I think just for the sake of this conversation, he has to be, mm-hmm. what would everyone's motivation be for killing him, even if it's just as simple as they didn't like him? Yeah, well, that's that's the weird thing, because he, out of everybody on this list, you know, everybody's well off in this list, but I don't think anyone gains anything from killing a Twitch streamer. So, like, why would they? I mean, he's an unlikable person, yes. But there needs to be some gain there. So, is he about to do some, like, expose? Is he about to go live and give some information? Is Well, what even would you theorize is his connection to Miles in the first place? How are these two friends? Well, when, when he's solving the puzzle, it doesn't look like he's very good at it. And it doesn't seem like he's particularly close to Miles. That's the that's the. Uh, so, if he's not close to Miles, why would he be but invited? Yeah, but then, then exactly that, because he has to be close to Miles. But it just didn't feel like in the trailer he was. Maybe so. they just have the same political leanings. Maybe Miles watches his Twitch streams and is just like, I agree with this guy 100%. Maybe he did a review on the technology Miles was coming out with or something like that. Mm, they I do don't, that. I don't. Streamers do that. Yeah, maybe. Know. Maybe he was all for it. Does Miles do console stuff? I don't know. Maybe they're all childhood friends. Who knows? Maybe. Batista and uh, Edward Norton. Yeah. <laughs> what a funny idea. I don't know. It's it's a weird one if, if we're going with Duke to be the murderer. I mean, he's out there brandishing guns and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Like I said, in, in the uh, the trailer, they're presenting him as the most unlikable yes. of all of our guests, which would mean that it, there's every chance that anybody could want to murder him. Yeah, it could be as simple as he won the game and they kill him because they don't want him with the money or they don't... Or maybe he... Oh, okay. The the winner gets like part of the company or something like that. Maybe right. you know Edward Norton is relinquishing his company. He's got this big tech company. He's like, you know what? All you I guys- don't think he would give up his whole company. Could be dying or something, you know? I don't think Could so. Could be like a Willy Wonka type thing. I know I said that I'm before. I'm not seeing any evidence okay. of that. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I'll, I'll just get this thought out just because it might, there might be some like grounds of something here. He's going to give like part of his company or his whole company away to the winner of this game. No, don't go with the whole company. That's too silly. Part of the Bill co- Gates is like, you can just have Windows if you <laughs> do like a fun little murder mystery, which is supposed to be a fun way to kill time during but, lockdown. Yeah, okay. So part of the company. But if this idiot, if this guy that doesn't deserve it, as far as these other characters are concerned, gets this prize, everyone's just like- What well, if we, they get the island? We can't- Yes, could be the island. Yeah. I like that. Okay, we'll go with the island. I mean- Part of the company sounds reasonable, but I think the island is more of a, a booty prize. You know yeah, what I sure. mean? Like, it's, it's a fun prize. I guess the thought is he doesn't deserve it. He's not going to use it well, and he's going to just, like, cause issues. Just destroy stuff with his irresponsible behavior, because he's running around yeah. shooting stuff. It's like, we can't let this guy have it. Yeah. Kill him. He brought a spear gun to yep. a, a private island, presumably to go spear fishing, but, you know. He's he got to go. seems very jocular. He's got to go. 
So our murderer obviously just doesn't agree with uh, maybe maybe it's just as simple as the murderer was upset that he looked like he was going to win the competition and was just like, well, we can't have that murders him. But the murderer has invited Benoit Blanc to the trip, so this murder That's was right. going to happen. It was regardless. premeditated. Yeah. So that kind of ruins it a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. But that's just presuming that Benoit Blanc was invited to have the murder be premeditated. Yeah. I mean, that was a good theory, but we don't have to sit on it. No, true. Glass onion, right? Let's not read well, too much into it. I think we it. should just assume that it wasn't Miles who invited Benoit Blanc. I think we should take that at face value. Yep. Someone else invited... Well, I guess the, if he didn't invite them, then the murderer would have had to have invited Benoit Blanc. That makes Blanc. the most sense. So I think we have to stick with that. I think that makes the most, most sense. That adds a mystery to the air. Like, why did the killer invite Benoit Blanc? It makes sense that they wanted to frame somebody. So yeah, I like that. But then it hurts why Duke was killed in the first place. Yeah, but we don't know the motivations, really. No. I don't think we could ever know the motivations no. beyond, like, this person didn't like them. Yeah. So I think... That means that the motivation can't be that he won the game and they were jealous. No. So, he can still win the game. Maybe they're like, oh, Duke, he won. Or where is he? We've been waiting at dinner for ages for him. His girlfriend goes to check on him and uh, that's when they discover he's been murdered. Yeah. I mean, we could think that that's the motivation until the very end when the real motivation is revealed. Which yeah, is true. something, you know. True, yeah. true, true. That there's like Again, a glass deeper, onion. Yeah, a d- yeah, there's a deeper connection with, um, you know, Duke and why someone wanted him dead. Yeah, so everyone going into this movie knows from watching the previous movie to expect a kind of twisty-turny yes. murder mystery. And we're going to think it's this person, then we're going to think it's this person, we're going to jump around Yeah, for the most part of the movie, yeah. We can't take everything that happened in the first movie as face value and as a prerequisite for this movie because- no. Ryan Johnson is conscious that we're all thinking that. Yeah, and it's got to be different. It's got to play with those expectations as well. Yeah. The only thing, I know that she's going to be our lead character, but the only thing that really sort of would stand out as something different to me is if our main character turned out to be the killer. If Andy turned out to be the killer. I don't hate it. The only other theory I have off the top of my head is if Miles is the killer and maybe he was always intending to set up Dave Bautista, Duke, to be killed... And someone else knew that that was going to happen. Okay, this is a, this is an interesting thought. He decides that he's going to kill. He's going to kill Dave. He's going to kill Duke. Yeah, which is why he invited him in the first so place. So he invited him, but he invited everybody else. Murder mystery party. He's the dead body, right? So he has an alibi. I wasn't there. He yeah. sets it up to be to Dave to be killed. Sets Dave up. I keep saying Dave, but sets Duke up to win. Yep. To look like he wins, so he, he he feeds him the answers. He like leads him to the to the victory. So makes his clues easier. Yeah, makes his clues easier. So Dave wins. Benoit Blanc has been invited to this. Miles has actually invited Benoit Blanc, even though he says he hasn't. Duke's dead, and Benoit Blanc thinks that it's because he won the game. But it's all set up because yeah, because there's motivations. Before Miles that. wanted to kill this guy. I prefer the thought that someone knew that Miles was going to kill. Duke, and therefore they invited Benoit Blanc to sort of catch him out. Yeah. As revenge. Maybe maybe Andy somehow knew. Or Whiskey. Well, if Whiskey knew that uh, Duke was going to be true. murdered, she would have been like, maybe we should sit this one out, <laughs> True, honey. true. So why is Andy wanting to save Duke? I guess just because she's a good person? Well, I think she doesn't care if Duke dies. She just wants Miles to go down. Right. Okay. So she isn't involved in the murder, but she's involved in bringing in Benoit Blanc to make sure that Miles goes down. And it's part of this revenge for her losing her stake in the company. We don't know what happened. We're guessing that like they had a conflict of interest and uh, or like she didn't agree with Miles's views. And he was like, okay, you can leave, but you're not getting your share in the company. Yeah. That wasn't our agreement. And she feels like she's been cheated. She's not setting up this whole murder to happen, but she maybe she finds out somehow. Maybe Ethan Hawke's character dobs in... Uh, 
you know, he, he discovers uh, like a secret message or something from yeah. uh, uh, a secret message from Miles or something like that. And he's just like, hey, it turns out that uh, Miles is going to kill somebody. Yeah. Should we call the police? I know. Let's get in Benoit Blanc. Make sure he goes down. It could, it could be, going back to an earlier point that we spoke about, maybe Miles is trying to frame Andy, like the, the business partner. She, he wants to get rid of her. So he's, it's not even about Duke. He's framing Andy for the murder of someone, just yes. decides, yeah, yeah, get, rid of, get rid of Duke. And Andy kind of sees that coming somehow and says, well, you know what? I think something suspicious is happening. I'm going to invite Benoit Blanc because I think he's going to kill me. Yes. And then another body turns up, and then she's like, something else is going on. She's the prime suspect, but Benoit Blanc obviously works Maybe out. she's just like, well, maybe it wasn't even Miles who killed mm. Duke, even though it actually was. It, yes. But Hopefully thank- you're all still following us here. Yes. <laughs> I know this sounds very complicated. Should we just- I like this. Should though. we wrap it up and uh, break it down? Let's, I don't think yes. we really need to go into what happens before the murder or how Benoit Blanc- ends up discovering the murderer because that's all just the magic of watching the movie, really. I mean, we could get points in the future for it, but uh, we're never going to get it. We're after the big points. We're never going to get it. We're never going to be able to predict a movie judging from our previous attempt with Knives Out. Mm. So just to break it down, Miles, Edward Norton's character, he's the tech genius. He had a disagreement with Janelle Monae's character, Andy. She feels like she was cheated out of money. She was originally partners with Miles. Yep. She was cheated out of her money by him somehow. She's sour about it, but maybe he's like, well, I'll make it up to you. They could by- be involved in a court case or something. Yeah, as well. I'll make it up to you. Can you know, no hard feelings. Come hang out with me at this whole party thing I'm organizing. She has the feeling that she is going to be murdered at this party. Yes. She has this suspicion. So she secretly invites Benoit Blanc to come to the party, making it look like, oh, Miles has invited Benoit Blanc along as an observer and to make the, the party more fun, even though Miles is pretending like he hasn't done it. Yeah, yeah, sure thing you haven't invited Benoit Blanc, Miles. At the same time, Miles, for some reason, I don't think we ever decided why, he wants to kill Duke. Well, we thought that, it, I think we said he wanted to kill the least likable person to frame Andy. The whole thing's going to be to oh, frame, that's right. yep, to frame Andy for the death. He didn't count on Benoit Blanc being there. That's he right. was going to invite everybody there. They're having a party. That's right. So his right alibi is he's the dead body. Someone's dead. I'm pinning it on And Andy. he's a really unlikable guy anyway, so no one's going to be sad that he's gone. Yes. But yes. there'll be plenty of suspects that may have wanted to see harm come to Duke. Yeah. So it won't be immediately obvious what I've done. Yes. So he's cherry-picked all of these guests to make it look like each one of them could be a suspect, as well as being like an ideal person that Andy may want to murder. And he sets up all this stuff in the house as well, making it look like she's involved in an attempt to frame her, to get her, like maybe she wants to sue him, as you said. They're fighting over the company or something. To get her off his back and get her into jail and out of the way. Yes, yes. and th- That's and, a good theory. I like and, it. And that and that gives us the time where she's being pursued by Benoit Blanc because she's the lead suspect. And then she's yeah. sort of figuring out what's going on. She has to prove on. her innocence in the I same guess. way that Ana Diamas did in the previous movie. I like it. I like it. Part of me thinks it's going to have some family connection rather than or some Well, none of these connection. people are related. Yeah, other than a business thing or maybe it's a romance. But with nothing else to go off. I think this is very close to what's going to be It certainly is a theory. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a strong theory. We're looking at it like a glass onion. Yes, exactly. Straight through. Exactly. So, I, I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm 100% confident, but I like this theory. I feel it's good clean. about it. 
it's clean. I feel good about it, but I wouldn't say that I'm 100% confident. I wouldn't stand behind it, basically. <laughs> it's a very shaky-looking glass onion, and I wouldn't stand underneath it. It's very muggy. It's It's got it's got a lot of dust on it. We yes. can't really see right through. It's kind of like, yeah, I guess it is. Uh, so just to possibly give us more points in the future and just have a little bit of fun, what do you think Benoit Blanc's new elaborate metaphor is going to be in this movie? Uh, well, uh, it's it's going to be about a drink. Oh, yeah? Yes. I don't know. This whole situation is like a margarita cocktail. (laughs) The more ingredients you put in doesn't make for a good cocktail. In fact, it gets worse before it gets better. But then if you put in the right ingredients, it gets better. (laughs) Wow, that sounds terrible. But I like it. (laughs) Yeah, why not? So, okay. So, you're going... So, the last one was food related. So, you're like, Mm -hmm. this time it has to be drink related. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. It'll be be like, yeah, it'll be a cocktail. It's like a bed without a pillow. Sounds like a great idea on paper. You wake up with a sore neck. (laughs) Yeah, stranger things have happened, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Who knows what his monologue will be about, unless it's another food-related thing. But he, he kind of comes across- That'd be too much like the last it movie. Would, it would. He kind of- like it's, it's the kind of Southern- My boyfriend and I. Yeah, yeah that's where it gets revealed, right? Um, I guess we might also We'll just, probably see him at home- Yes, that's what I was going to say. With a boyfriend. That's what I was going to say. He gets the letter, so- He's like, oh. Honey, you know. Yeah, exactly. I've been invited to a party. Jeez, I've been looking for an excuse to get out of the house. See you later. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yes. So should we open it up to the listeners? Let's do that. If you have any theories, please let us know. Where can they contact us, Matty D? Several different platforms. We have an email address. We are, You can like comment on our Podbean site. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. And what was that email address for anybody who may not be familiar? Potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Perfect. And in Instagram, just look at look for potentialspoilerspod where the exclamation, the exclamation point. Yeah, the caution symbol. Mm-hmm. Let us know your theories on what you think is going to happen in Glass Onion. Let us know if you're a fan of Knives Out. I know a lot of you were. Are you excited for this new sequel? Yeah. Are we completely wrong? Are we completely right? Do you know who the killer is? Do you know who the victim is? I think we have about a 90% chance of being completely wrong, to be perfectly honest, Matty D. <laughs> There's going to be another trailer that'll come out that'll, like, destroy everything. Possibly. I don't think they'd want to ruin everything. Um, Benoit Blanc is dead! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> there is actually a the rumor going around. Shatters. Yeah? There is actually a rumor going around that Benoit Blanc is the murderer, and he's just done it because he's bored. But then why would he be the main character in the next movie? No, actually, the theory was he's going to be revealed to be the murderer in this movie, goes on the run, and then the next movie will be hunting him down as the bad guy. It's not that kind it's, of series. No, 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 no. Oh, um, I, never see something that else I wanted to ask. Do you think characters will die other than the murder victim? Yes. Or much like the first movie, will it just be like they all survive? Yes. So I, they'll all I go down? I think if anyone will die, Whiskey is a main contender. Mm. I think poor old Peg is a main contender. Because that's something different we didn't see in the first movie. Like, they could be taken out one by one. Yeah, we do see in the trailer that there is a mysterious person with a silver gun going around. So, we understand that there's going to be a little bit of gunplay at some point. And only one character died in that previous movie. In Knives Out, only one extra character died. And we predicted that they would be taken out one by one. So, I think that that it's only fair that they they could do this in this movie. It would be a good guess. So, I'm going to say Whiskey dies. Who are you going to say dies as well? Uh, well, I think everybody at, at, towards the end there, I think... Uh, no, they're not going to do that. I think Birdie's going to die. I think, um, yeah, Whiskey will die. I think Ethan Hawke's character will die. <laughs> the character um, we know nothing about. Yeah, why not? I mean, they're there. Sure, but, okay. Um, Don't do too many. They only did one in the last movie, well, uh, and it's not that kind of movie. It's not yeah. like in The Murder on the Orient Express, everyone ends up dead at the end. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, it could be, though. Um, I don't think so. Not maybe that sort Claire? Of movie. I don't know. Sure. Claire needs something to do. Let's kill her. <laughs> let's kill her. All right. So who were you saying dies? Let's let's boil it down to two. 
Because okay. I think it's one too many, but let's do two. I want to say birdie. Birdie? And whiskey. And whiskey. Okay, cool. You just want to see <laughs> Kate Hudson die. Well, it just makes sense, you know. I think that wraps up all of our predictions for this week. So before we end it for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing in the episode next week. And of course, if you've been following the formula for the show for long enough, you'll know by now that uh, right after we do a movie prediction, we follow it up with an actual spoilers episode where we go back and look at a movie we predicted in the past and assess how well we did with predicting the plot. And next week is going to be quite an interesting one because it's the first and only time that we did two movie predictions in the same episode. Oh, here we go. Yes. Because next week we're going back and looking at how well we did with predicting both Freaky and Fat Man. Yes. Now, this is a a, a rare point. We only did this once where we split up and did two different movies. That's right. So, I guess we, we've, we've watched both movies That's ourselves right. in our own personal time. But I guess we're going to revisit each other's predictions. So, Matty D is going to see how well I did with predicting Fat Man. And I'm going to see how well Matty D did with predicting Freaky. I'm yes. very excited to do this yes. one. Someone gets to watch a better movie than somebody else. I guess we'll talk yeah, about I that do. later. <laughs> yes, you Spoilers. Do. Yes, you do. So please join us next week for that because it should be an interesting episode. And until then... Until then, we'll see you next week. Ladies and gentlemen. This is it. You expected the mystery. Get your hand off of that. You expected a puzzle. For one person on this island, this is not a game. Will you explain it to us then, Detective? You gotta, I say you gotta keep on your toes. Toes, that is.